Hey, Bastin. Jay and Silent Bob are coming to raid your fridge, smoke your weed, and make you laugh hysterically while they do it. How do you like them apples? Friday, October 7th at the Wilbur Theater. Catch Jay and Silent Bob get old. Grab your tickets now by clicking on the link at csmod.com. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. Catch live video clips of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Hollywood Babylon on the Kevin Smith blog for the Huffington Post. Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. That's Huff.to slash Kevin Smith blog. Yo, Red Bank, New Jersey. Jay and Silent Bob are gonna snooch to your motherfucking nooch. I don't even know what that means. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live at the Count Basie Theater on October 8th. Special guest, tell them Steve Day. Get your tickets at CountBasieTheater.org. Jay and Silent Bob get old. Live at the Count Basie Theater, October 8th in Red Bank. Word. Want early access to tickets for Smodcast Internet Radio's metric fuckton of live shows? Join Smodcast. For just $4.99 a month, you'll get CD-quality audio of every podcast you hear on Sir ad-free. It's like watching porn without having to fast-forward through that goddamn plot. You'll also get bonus video content and other badass exclusives. Smodcast, where Smodcast goes save for pay. All the deets at Smodcast.com. Going to New York Comic Con in October? Well, Jay and Silent Bob are giving you one more reason to fangasm. Uh, you might want to clean that up. Friday, October 14th at the IGN Theater. Catch a live performance of the popular podcast, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Dust off that Batman costume that's three sizes too small. Or, fuck it, don't wear a costume. Just wear some type of clothing, because, you know, you don't want to get arrested. And get ready to enjoy a thick layer of gooey comedy jizz with Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. Jay and Silent Bob get old, live in New York, October 14th at the IGN Theater. Tickets on sale now. For more info, go to csmod.com. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? This is Matt Head with Will Wilkins. And 
Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. My name is Trent. If you want to take part in the conversation while you're listening, get on that Twitter. Throw the hashtag NetHeads in your comment, your question, whatever you like, and uh, and, and join us, will you? Hashtag's a pound sign for you new to the Twitters. Yeah, and if you don't know what the pound sign is, it's the number symbol. Yep. So hashtag yep. number sign pound, I don't know. I'm confused now. I'm sorry. What are we doing? It's the tic-tac-toe thingy. <laughs> so, uh, right at the head of the show, we had something new. Special thanks out to uh, Amy Kins uh, for yes. providing us. I- I'm going to play it again right now because uh, there's a funny little story behind it. So if you if you missed it at the very beginning, which you shouldn't have because it's preceding the show. Yeah, literally just seconds ago. Seconds ago. But I want to play it again just because, well, I, I like it. Uh, but there's a funny story, so I want you to listen to this. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? Now, I have been putting this off for weeks, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy sent this in a while ago. Right. And, uh, and I, and I said it was awesome and I want to put heavy production into it because I really wanted to get it on there. And so, I mean, I disappeared an hour before the show, which I normally don't do. Right. To sit for, up here for, from like family life. Yeah. To sit here and get this done. And then there was a typical technological fiasco that occurred. So I got, I got Trent on the horn and he literally, that was five minutes of production time right there. <laughs> Including recording the with clever meme, with funny tweet, yeah, the whole never thing. Leave my office seat, whole kit and caboodle, five minutes. So I'm glad I. Why did I bother? Why did I bother coming up here an hour in advance? But everything else was set and ready to go, so can't complain, right? Right. So if you guys like that hashtag netheads, if you don't like it, hashtag netheads, and you know we want to dedicate this week's show to Tim Dahl. Yes, absolutely. God bless him. <laughs> And his and his frankness. Yes, his, his bold frankness or his frank boldness. I don't know which one. <laughs> uh, but apparently he just doesn't like the netheads, which is cool, by the way. That's fine. I like, don't care. Like I said, uh, you know, Scott Mosier is my Moda or my Yoda, not my Moda. I don't know what a Moda is. I'm going to find out what a Moda is, though, and I'm going to report back to you guys. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, Scott Mosier is my Yoda. And, you know, he gave me a certain bit of enlightenment because I, when I, I read a comment by, um, by Tim Dahl, who just said, uh, listening to NetHeads and I hate, what is it? All of their opinions? Was that, was that yeah, what it I was? Yeah, I hate them. I hate them and their opinions. Yeah. So, and the only thing, at first I got, you know, typical narcissist. I got enraged. <laughs> but then that very quickly subsided because I'm like, you know what? He's entitled to his opinion. He, sure. he, he does not have to, uh, like it. Calvin says Frank Boldness is my porn star name. Uh, <laughs> he's entitled to his opinion altogether. The only thing I did, and I shouldn't have even replied, but I did. And I just said, hey, hate's kind of a harsh term. You know, disagree, dislike, don't, or uh, yeah, disagree, dislike, don't like, maybe more appropriate. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for trying. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fine. Yeah. At least he has an opinion. Nothing pisses me off more than people are just like, oh yeah, it's good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, yeah, it's all right. Nothing pisses me off more than people that get mad for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where that one came from. 
So, uh, so welcome. Remember, hashtag yes. netheads if you want to take part in the conversation. Uh, it's been an interesting week. Very interesting. It has. Uh, I, yeah. uh, uh, I don't know if anybody has followed the news just last night. Uh, because, you know, when it comes to the news, uh, if it's not on Mac rumors, I'm not reading it pretty much. <laughs> as sad and pathetic that is to, to admit. And even then, not so much. I don't have a lot of a life during the week. But, uh, some of a professional life during the week. Yes, I do. But something happened in, in your neck of the woods, Trent. So I'm going to do something I don't normally do. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to let you talk. Whoa. Whoa. Will, I don't know if we need to go that far. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, let's. Good point. Forget about that nonsense. Yeah. Let me chime in when I can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no. There was a uh, there was a motorcycle versus car incident that happened in the greater Utah area. Yes. Or the lesser Utah area. I don't know which one. Yeah, it's the northern Utah. Okay, in the northern Utah area. So, tell us what happened, Trent, and tell us your connection. Sure, sure. Um, so, in Logan, Utah, there's kind of a main road. It's uh, 400 north. I live five, eh, 100 feet from 400 north. And... Uh, there was already a, uh, mo- the math has me confused. Don't even worry about it. Don't don't even. And, and for those of you who are using the metric system, don't even, let's not even try and convert it. Okay. okay. All right. Um. Anyway, so there was a a motorcycle and a car and a motorcycle. Uh, the car, you know, went head on into the motorcycle. Uh, gentleman got well. A twenty-one year old kid was on the motorcycle, was trapped underneath it. Um, and it happened right in front of Utah State University, and there's a huge construction project right next to it, and then there's a, a college dorm right next to it, and then there's um, some some the statistics and math department building is just right there, all all within you know feet of where the accident happened. And uh, a friend who I work with, who does a lot of videography stuff, was in um, you know one of the higher buildings on campus. He's about nine stories up, and was filming a lecture at the time. Took the camera and tripod he had, ran to the window and started filming, you know, what, what he saw down on the street, which was, you know, a five series BMW, uh, smashed into a, a motorcycle, an older Honda that was on fire. Okay. I'm with and you. And it's just, it's smoldering. It's burning. And, uh, all of a sudden people started gathering together and they, they lift the car up and pull the kid out that was underneath the car. A burning car. It was on fire. Yeah. The, 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 Gas tank of the motorcycle had exploded and it started the car on fire. Right. Now let's let's remind people. So, car accident. Car is ablaze. Mm-hmm. The air is fire. Yes. Not more than a week ago, I'm driving down the freeway. Trucks on fire. I took the time to take out my camera phone and take a picture and drove on. <laughs> right. But these five people, <laughs> granted, uh, there was nobody under the truck I was looking at, but these five people recognized that the, uh, the driver of the motorcycle was under the car. And even though it was a flame, they flipped it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, about 12 people all ran up against the car, squatted down and, and lifted it up. And it's really cool because I mean, and I've talked to the guy that was the first on scene. He's a radiologist and he and the, the gentleman that was driving the, the BMW, He's like, you know, the guy jumps out. He's like, is he okay? Is he okay? And the radiologist was like, I, he's dead. Like, he just assumed, like, you know, there's no way anyone survived that. Right. And then uh, this girl, uh, Kelsey's her name. She's, you know, 18 years old, freshman. You know, this is her second week of college. Comes running out of her dorm and, like, lays down on the ground and looks underneath and sees, like, sees the kid's face and can see him blinking. And she's like, 
you know, yells to everyone, he's alive. And that's when everyone kind of rushed in together to help lift it up. Wow. Yeah. And it's, and it happened right at lunchtime. So the, all the construction had stopped and they were all just sitting under the trees eating lunch. So they were able to run in and help at the same time. It was, uh, yeah, one of those things where, where, you know, it's sad that, that it happened. Cool that it got caught on tape, but had it not been captured on video, no one would have ever heard of it. You know what I mean? One of those things. Especially in the, well, or more to the point, because of the society we now live in, the, right, the, yeah. uh, the internet, YouTube, viral meme sensation world that we live in, everyone, except apparently me, has heard of this. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So, so everyone's heard of this. Um, I mean, within the first day, you know, they were on Pierce Morgan, um, all the morning shows, morning news shows, uh, night, night shows. Um, they were on Ellen yesterday and she's sending, uh, all those who helped, uh, move the car on a cruise. Like, um, and, and, and the kid's going to have a full recovery, which is just mind blowing. Wasn't wearing a helmet and is going to be totally fine. Idiot. Yeah. Uh, broken uh, tibia. O- only, only, I only say that in respect to not wearing a helmet. I agree. I fully agree. And, and the helmet is, I mean, and he said, you know, I, I normally always wear a helmet. I was just going to zip up to the, to the um, computer lab and print some stuff off and go back to my house. And it's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. So, so now what's your connection other than the fact that you live so close, Trent? Well, uh, I, I work for Utah State University in the marketing and uh, public relations office. Um, and so I was kind of given the task to uh, the, the part, part of it was uh, a lot of these students um, are international students. They're graduate students. They were helping teach, carrying a full load of 120 students or whatever. And their phones were just ringing off the hook. And so uh, I was kind of tasked to go in and help kind of filter a lot of these media requests and do kind of a media relations um, for them. So I was able to, you know, set up press conferences and different shows and uh, kind of help filter through. Because you wouldn't believe the the requests internationally that they they were all receiving. Everyone everyone wanted to get the exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and along those lines, man. It's at, it kind of pisses me off because some of the producers were just complete assholes about the whole thing too. Really? Um, oh yeah, man. Like these, these, these people are heroes. These people are, 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 you know, the, the definition of a good Samaritan and people are, well, you know, I talked to one of them and, and they said they'd give me an exclusive daytime interview. So they, they're, they can't do any interviews during the day until they meet with us next week. I'm like, are you kidding me, man? Come on. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, really cool, really cool story. If you haven't seen it, just go on any news station and it's in the top section. Mm-hmm. And um, and and obviously a, a, an entire group of people that yeah, you know, not only well, it's not surprising that they can flip over a car. Anybody that's seen the idiotic uh post winning or losing footage of a uh, game riot knows right. that a group of people <laughs> can flip a car. Um, but yeah, it's, just, but it's just nice to see, you know, this amazing thing that happened, you know, in the act of trying to save someone rather than the usual stupidity we see it in. And, and obviously a bunch of people who have probably done far more this past week than, than I have done good Samaritan wise, maybe my whole life. <laughs> you know, I think about the maximum I do is, is, you know, they'll ask, Hey, you want to at the checkout, you want to donate a dollar to muscular dystrophy? Yeah, sure. <laughs> My go. worst is, is the pet smart. You know, they always have you swipe your card. And it's like, oh, donate a dollar for the Humane Society. No, <laughs> no. Oh, I already, I, I already did this month. Dude, it's a <laughs> buck. 
I now realize just how stupid that argument is. It's a dollar. Okay. <laughs> it's not even tangible. I swiped my card. I don't even see that dollar. How much change have you had sitting in your car's pseudo ashtray for a year? Is that more than a dollar that you can't part with? Just sitting there, right, buddy? If, if I walked in your car right now and took it, would you miss it? Maybe the one time, the one rare time you happen to need a dime. Yeah, that's there. But, you know, hey. Or, or how much change has actually fallen down in between the seats with the French fries? Yeah. And, and, and straw wrappers. Yeah, but you can't give an extra buck, buddy. Come on. It all, it all, it all gets put into perspective when you, when you think about it in the, uh, what I like to call the real ways of thinking. Right. right. Uh, uh, Kuban asked, you know, what happened to the, the people that were in the car, uh, it was just a single man driving. He was okay. Um, and I feel bad for him as well because the video kind of shows him, you know, he's kind of out walking around and, and I, I've spoke with the officer, uh, who was first on scene and, and he said he was just in complete shock. Didn't know what to do. Was freaking out. You know, the, the radiologist told the guy, you know, oh, he's dead. So automatically he thinks he just killed someone. Right. And so he's, you know, just kind of like walking around, not really knowing what's going on. And he's received so much flack on the internet um, about, oh, what a piece of shit just stands there, watches people, blah, blah, blah. And and you know what? I I honestly can't even imagine what it would be like to be in his shoes. No. And until you have been, why don't you keep your opinion to yourself? Exactly. Because seriously, man. I have seen situations far less critical than this, but something's happening and people, you know, th there's a certain point where the situation, it's not that somebody crumbles under pressure, but it's just the, the magnitude of the situation is exactly. one you can't comprehend. And, and you're, it's kind of like you're stuck in a loop. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, thankfully there's always greater minds around that will prevail and, and help you through it. it hopefully, unless you're all alone, at which point, no, they won't, but <laughs> then you got to pull 127 minutes and cut yourself out. There you go. Um, oh, but man. yeah, it's, Ooh. I just, I, I feel really bad for, for him. And, 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 and now, uh, that, that the, the hero story has kind of, you know, died off a little bit. I've been bombarded with requests to speak with this guy. And, uh, and obviously, you know, he doesn't want to talk about it or anything, and I don't blame him. Well, what, when it comes down to the accident report, how did it transpire? How did a it, motorcycle wind up going head to head with a car? It, it, he was cited, um, so it, it was his fault. Um, but oh, the just, driver, the, well, uh, who, he, who, dude? The driver of the car? <laughs> the driver, yeah. Yeah, he was cited, uh, with the traffic violation, but was, but they're not seeking criminal charges. Okay. There you so, go. You know, yeah, he is at fault, but you know he doesn't want to talk about it, and I don't blame him. No, and who would want to? I mean, that, come on. But uh, yeah, they're just trying. But that's what happens in the media. They're just trying to right. find another angle to tell the same story because they want right. to. They want to. They want to keep that lightning in the bottle as long as they can. Exactly. Before yeah. it just fizzles out. Yep. Because I assume that's what lightning in a bottle does. <laughs> You know, when I ever, whenever I go out with a jar, it just, it never seems to catch it. Yeah. You know? Me, I know. Right. Ah. Well, you got to use a kite and a key, man. Haven't you learned anything? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of which, man, I don't know. The weather around here has been, the, the wonderful thing about living in California. Yeah. Is usually balanced weather. So when it gets weird, we don't know what to do. And <laughs> I think this time last week, we had some thunderstorms roll through. Uh -huh. which, which for September is a little unusual because there wasn't a lot of rain associated with them. You know what I mean? Right. And, and it was just kind of funny because in California, anytime some type of weather happens outside of the norm, a lot of what you'll hear is, oh, this is earthquake weather. 
Earth? Does weather have any bearings on? Apparently so, my friend. That's what the that's what the general opinion is. So if it's the <laughs> middle of summer and it's really storming, that's earthquake weather. <laughs> if it's the middle of winter and you got bright sunshine, actually, it never comes up then. You're just like, ah, look, we are still blessed with the mighty glowing orb that provides us warmth. <laughs> while others well, are downtrodden in the snow. Is It's California. Isn't any weather earthquake weather? Yeah, pretty much. That's I the, mean. That's the point, really. <laughs> oh, we're up. Yeah, the sun's out. Earthquake weather. Oh, earthquake look. Earthquake weather. It's foggy. Yeah. Earthquake weather. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, but who knows? I don't understand how the whole complex machine that we call the Earth works. Right. So, you know, maybe when you do have an in, unexpected increase in barometric pressure, it might do something to the tectonic plates. I don't know. I think that may be one of the most educated sounding statements I've ever made on this show. <laughs> that wasn't like tech oriented. No, I least. just referenced barometric pressure and tectonic plates. <laughs> Very nice. I'm going to write that one down in the log. On this date, Will didn't sound like a complete idiot. <laughs> oh, I love this show. So anyway, uh, that's uh, that's amazing, man. That's really, yeah. that whole thing is just amazing. I Because, I mean, I, what would you, I, well, you weren't there. I mean, you right. didn't see it. You were near it, but not near it, near it. Right. Yeah, had you, was, had mean, you been out there, game. what would you have done, do you think? You know, and I, I, I honestly don't know. It's one of those things you, you would hope that you would be the person to run out there and help or, or, but at the same time, you know, and you watch the video and I've talked to the officer. He was saying, you know, he was more concerned about everyone else's safety. Mm -hmm. Um, and so a lot of people have been trashing on him for trying to, you know, brush people away from the car, but had the, the car exploded or he said, a, a more, you know, a bigger danger at the time where the, the actually the the tires exploding on the car. Yeah, as it heats up, it can explode, and then you've got shrapnel from the wheels. Yeah, because if you think tires are just rubber, folks, no, <laughs> they are. So there's there's so, there's metal in them treads. Yeah, I I would, you know, I I would think I would hope I would be the one out there, but honestly, without being in that situation, you never know. You know, just or, or were you like, oh, well, someone else is, you know, there's there's a police officer there. He'll tell me what to do type thing. You know what I mean? No, you never, I, I think never at know. the point where I saw like at least four other people trying to lift the car, I would definitely join in. Right. You know, yeah. I, I don't think I would be one of the first ones to even conceptualize of this is a blazing car. Let's lift it. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what the officer said. He's he was calling for uh, another cop to bring over a jack. Yeah. For him, for him to lift it up. Um, and then he said, you know, when, when you've got that many people mobilized doing one thing that's probably going to work, you just jump in and help. Yeah, exactly. And even if they yeah. hadn't flipped the car, they probably could have lifted it enough to where somebody else could have dragged the guy out. Right. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. technically is the last thing you want to do when you have an accident victim is move them. Right. But given yep. the choice between, oh, fiery death and complications from my injuries being aggravated by moving, I'll take the right. latter. Yeah. It's just me. Well, and. And and it, had they not, you know, done it so quickly and and waited, the car was on his chest. I mean, it's a, it's a five series. It's really low to the ground. He couldn't breathe. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, the fact that Kelsey had seen him underneath the car and saw his, you know, eyes blinking was the the you know the catalyst that really pulled him out to save his life. Well, it, thank goodness. Let's just say that now. <laughs> thank goodness. Yep. Whew. That's freaky, man. 
It is. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's fun and it's all over YouTube and uh, it's, it's, it's the next, the, the next viral video. Is it now? Oh yeah. It's all over. Is it the next viral video? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely gone viral. Now the question of course remains, what's next? What For is, them? what, what is the real next viral video? Oh, <laughs> um, probably a celebrity showing their goods. Ugh. <laughs> That's exactly what you want. <laughs> it's a great society we live in. Yes, it is. It's just <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> so that was my week. I mean, uh, pretty hectic, but it was uh, it was interesting. It was fun, mm-hmm. I guess. All right. Well, right on. Mine was yeah. just bland. I worked. Big deal. <laughs> Moving on. It's muted. You came home. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, anything else exciting in your realm? <laughs> Probably not. Nah. No? Okay. All right. That's bad. Okay. Well, I know out my way, uh, I've just been doing not a whole lot of nothing, or about a whole lot of nothing. I've been uh-huh. uh, doing almost, I, I want to say next to nothing, other okay. than other than just working, so... You know, except I, I did cram in a little bit of television, as always. And I don't know about you. You know, we, we always we talk about the TV here and there. Once and, in a while. Yeah. And one of the things that we like to talk about is the uh, the new shows. We, oh, yeah. We've been talking about Sons of Anarchy, but uh, recently uh, we were watching, what is the name of that show? Up All Night. I watched it and you watched yes. it, right? Uh-huh. Yes. So what was your interpretation of uh, of Up All Night, Trent? Well, for, first off, you've got Will Arnett, who I, I love, you know, um, that's for, for those of you who aren't familiar, Job from Arrested Development. Um, and, uh, and then also Christine Applegate, uh, who got her start with, uh, uh, Married with Children, right? Yes, that would be correct, sir. Yeah. So the old Al Bundy, the Bundy family. Um, it was hit and miss, but it hit enough that I think I'll tune in again. I'm going to give it enough of a chance. I'm going to give it one yeah. more try. Um, okay. Only because you can't ever judge anything by the pilot. There was enough in there to make me chuckle because right. I am a parent. I've been through some of what was represented. So I had some interest in, in what they were showing. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I felt like every time they went to the talk show portion, it, it just fell kind of flat for me. And so, you know, I... I I'll give it another shot, but uh, but we'll see. More, yeah. I th- there were definitely some some on some definitely spot on jokes. Yeah, I think. Um, and and, and also uh, Maya Rudolph. There's there's basically three key characters to it. Uh, Maya Rudolph kind of plays like a, a Oprah type character, um, which on SNL, I mean, her Oprah character is awesome. Yeah. Really, really funny. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll give it another chance, I think. Yeah. And, and hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> they'll have some of the kinks worked out. Cause I know that show went through a lot of, it, you hear the buzz. It went through some retooling. So there's probably yeah. a, a little bit that was changed in the pilot and we're going to see more as it unfolds. Right. Yeah. But, I think so. And, uh, I, I did not see, cause there were, NBC seemed to have a few premieres and so did the CW, but, you know, I don't watch Vampire Diary, so <laughs> I didn't have much interest there or America's right. Next Top Model. Right. Um, but 
with NBC, they had that. They also had their one free agents, which I did not catch yet. Yeah, neither did I. So, huh. Eh. Uh, Modern Family's back on, though. Yeah, that'll be on next week. This upcoming week. Wasn't this past week. It will be next week. Oh, okay, okay. And what? Oh, what is the one that they're going to be following Modern Family with? Is that that suburgatory? Oh, I don't know. Because that one I've got some interest in seeing. Okay. Uh, of course, I can't wait for the return of Chuck, but uh, I want to see how Grimm unfolds, which will be following it. I'm really bummed about Chuck. This is Chuck's last season. They got a 13-episode uh, reprieve, I guess is the best way to put it. Gets, okay. Gets them to the uh, new magical number of syndication, which it's no longer 100. It's something like 92 or something. Oh, so, okay. So Chuck will have enough episodes to have a nice, hefty little syndication package so it could be resold. Uh, and then they're following it up with that with Grimm, which is uh, I, I guess it's kind of it's a show based on like the Brothers Grimm. Yeah. So so if anyone has read the comic book Fables, it's more or less the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got uh, a community where all these people live together, and they've all you know are based out of uh, the different Grimm fairy tales. Mm-hmm. So so it's kind of like uh, we get to see the incidents that. Um, brought that brought about the fables is what I'm. Yeah, mm-hmm. kinda, it's gonna be kind of like it sounds like Buffy the Vampire Slayer to me. Kinda, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we don't have a Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so that's okay. <laughs> and well, except on TBS. Well, in plenty of rotation. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, ABC Family kind of had something like that with the Nine Lives of Chloe, something or other, but they canceled that one. Huh. And which is fine. I didn't catch a single episode of it. Yeah, I didn't even know it existed. Well, now you do. And it doesn't <laughs> matter because it's gone. But I'm looking forward. I want to give Suburgatory a shot. That's for sure. Okay. I don't know. I mean, if what, I, if what I've heard happens on The Office, I'm looking forward to its return, kind of. What have you heard? Uh, that the James Spader role, I don't want to ruin it for people. If you haven't heard, this, is, this broke back in July, but if you don't follow TV news, I'd be kind of ruining it for you. Let's yeah, just let's just because everybody's asking, you know, well, who's going to replace uh, Michael Scott? Right. That's the big thing. And and of the uh, it, it, the season finale was very frustrating for me because they really didn't address that issue at all. You know, they, oh, they yeah, interviewed they just a, brought in yeah, a ton of cameos, a bunch of candidates, but no hire, n- no mm-hmm. indication. And you know, James Spader is coming back. I'll just say that, but okay. I'm not. I'm not necessarily going to say he's the branch manager. Maybe something different. Same guy. Huh. Yeah. So so I'm look, looking forward to that. Of course, I'm looking forward to the return to Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But You I, know, I I kind of want to see Louis C.K.'s character come back into the, the mix of things now. Oh, yeah. Because he was... Cause, yeah. He was the first love interest, and, and now she has another. So they bring him back in, kind of mix it up a little bit. That would be nice, especially yeah. since his star is rising once again. But maybe that makes him unattainable. Perhaps. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, he's he's writing, directing, and producing Louie, even though it is the offseason right now. And editing. Did you yeah. notice oh, that, yeah. too? Yeah, editing, too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm like, this guy, he's got to be making coin off this show. Because he's like, it. Is he also doing craft services? Is he the gaffer? <laughs> I mean, written, directed, edited by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> produced. Executive produced. <laughs> a little produced. He's doing everything on that show. He really is, man. But that's the way to dial it in. 
You know, hey, yeah. have, oh, yeah, have controlling interest, man. Yeah. Make the dollar. And, and he does it, man. He does so well. And that's another thing. Like, and I know we talk about Louis all the time, but the, the, even just the cinematography in it is really, really well done. Just different camera angles and the lenses they're using. Like, wow. It's, it's, cinematography. <laughs> we don't, don't we sound smart today? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Router Ninja says that ABC killed one of the most original series when they, uh, called the middleman. I don't remember seeing that one. Actually, you know what? The, one of the ones I am kind of looking forward to only because of his character, Ben on Lost, and the fact okay. that the new show has Jim Caviezel as well. It's called uh, Person of Interest. Yeah, that's I saw that in the uh, uh, Entertainment Weekly. And Oh, hey, Trent Reads. Um, I haven't <laughs> read anything in Entertainment Weekly, nor have I read anything in TV Guide. Uh, uh-huh. So, you know, it's like I don't know what to expect from Pan Am. Is that what it's called? The one with the yep, Pan Am mm-hmm. and um and the Playboy Club. I don't know what to expect from these. Right. I, you know, I to me it just feels too hard like they're trying to cash in. They think that part of the magic of Mad Men is the fact that it's retro. It's a period piece, yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's just seeing those, that's my first initial gut reaction. Uh, so right. I'm like, eh, I don't even care, whatever. Well, and it's 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 funny, especially with uh, the Playboy Club. Here in Utah, the syndicate for NBC, the, the affiliate, excuse me, is KSL, and they will not be running Playboy Club. Not even at like midnight? Mm, nope, not going to run it. Wow. Not going to happen. Well, there you go. Cause, it's, cause... Also, it's, it's also the same affiliate that doesn't run Saturday Night Live. It's just so sad. Well, getting back to po- person of interest. I, just from what I've, I've gotten out of the stuff I've been able to see, it, it kind of has me interested because you've got the guy who played Ben on Lost. Right. And he is like a, a an internet gazillionaire or a technology gazillionaire. Okay. And I, I, the concept is still lost on me, but it, apparently somehow he can, he's such a genius or he's got the technology. I don't know, but he can see things that are potentially going to happen. Jim Caviezel oh, okay. is a is a mercenary. Gotta hope that's the guy's name. Um, and he's a he's a mercenary for hire. And so the dude from Lost, why can't I remember his name? Ben from Lost. Yeah, he hires him to kind of be his action man in the field to try and steer events in the direction he feels they should go. I'm not sure. Okay, I don't know. I just you got one badass and one nerd. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a go. What the hell? It's like, it's, it's like Lethal Weapon 3. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm in. Good enough for me. So I'm looking forward to that one. But of course, you know, whether you've ever watched an episode in its banality or not, okay, Monday at 9 p.m., I know exactly where I'm going to be. I'm going to be watching CBS, whether I like it or not. Uh... How how I met your mother? No, that's at eight. I'll be watching that too. <laughs> uh, two and a half men. Yes. Okay. And and it's because there's a new character. Well, just to see how they try and steer the train right. Now now explain this to me, okay? You can't. St- I meant the ship. You can't steer a train. <laughs> Trains don't steer. They well, just I mean, go. They're on if, the track. You're building the track right in front of the train. Yeah, yeah I guess that's a. Just, I'm so glad I could point that out. Before you had to issue a, a retraction. Ugh. So, so, so is what, what's Ashton's character? Who is it? I don't know. 
I really don't know. I've heard some things. He may be an internet billionaire. He, I don't know. I don't understand how it's going to work. The only thing that I do understand is that they are literally killing off Sheen's character. Oh, as in dying. As in dying. As in, and some, like Chuck Lorre uh, reportedly held no punches. Like, well, uh, yeah, like, there was a huge, yeah. Like violently exploding by being struck by a train to the point that what? there's no remains at the funeral. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Calvin brings See, up a good point, though. He says trains don't sear, they derail, which is probably where my yeah. analogy was going in my head. That's true. What's going to uh, happen yeah, with the show? I but... keep that thing railed. Anyway, uh, so well, if, if 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 you if Chuck uh, is it Chuck uh, Chuck Lore, Lore, yeah, Lori, really, Lore, I don't know. If he really wanted to stick it to him, wouldn't he have just said, "Oh well, you know, he's in rehab now," or "Oh, he he died of liver failure," something? But no, like needlessly, just explosive combustion, boom, gone. Uh, so, but the thing in my head that doesn't make it add up is that how do you bring another character in? Let's say that's the scenario that happens. Well, part of it could kind of make sense. Let's say for some reason in his will, um, no, I got nothing, man. I don't know how they could do this. <laughs> maybe, maybe like the Sheen character. Charlie, named Charlie. I love it when characters are named the same thing in real life as they are on paper because it means right. they want to make sure they can keep this guy's attention. You know, right. kind of like, kind of like the way Tony Danza was Tony on, um, right. who's the boss. Or even they're like, uh, well, we originally named the character John, but he kept missing his cues. <laughs> we say Tony, we got his attention. And I, uh, Charlie Day on, uh, it's always sunny. Same thing. Yeah. So. <laughs> so with this, I mean, I could see maybe they, they do kind of a thing where, you know, Charlie's character left all of his money to his mom, but the house to his brother. So now he has to bring somebody in to be able to support the house. And oh, and hence, yeah. you know, the, the eccentric playboy moves. And I don't know. The see, funny thing that they've done about it, though, I will give CBS credit. They've been running all these little ads where it's always the kid sitting on the couch eating popcorn and it's always um, the other guy who – microphone's in front of my face, so naturally I can't remember his name. Right. Played Ducky in, in Pretty in Pink. Uh-huh. Okay. Why am I blanking? Don't know. But, you know, and he always comes walking in with a scenario. One time he comes walking in a police officer outfit. Another one, he's in scrubs. <laughs> Another one, he's in an astronaut outfit. And the kid is on the couch always in a matching outfit. And he's always like, hey, you know that wacky homeless guy that we arrested last week or wacky con man? You know, hey, you know, so and then at the, near the end, he always turns to the camera and says, isn't there an easier way that we can do this? And then it's like, <laughs> find out how September 19th, two and a half men. <laughs> See, I, I what I would do um, and, and you could riff off this a lot and it would set up for a lot of jokes is to just have Ashton come in as the same character. It's just and with no explanation. Exactly. And so they can always just make little references like, oh, you didn't used to act like this type stuff, you know? Well, you know what's funny? I, again, I, I did, I, look, I'll admit, I used to watch Two and a Half Men, okay? Early on, oh. I watched it because it was just mental bubblegum. Sure. Take it in, chew it, spit it out, it's gone. No big deal. And it was filler. So, uh, you know, since then, I, I've come to expect a little more from my sitcoms. <laughs> 
But, you know, I would watch it. I don't know why, but I would, and I would enjoy it. It's Okay, I'm coming clean. I enjoy <laughs> Two and a Half Men. But anyway. Okay, um, it, just go ahead and do uh, Eight and a Half Hail Marys. Um, Ten Our Fathers. And... <laughs> One act of contrition. That's all that's needed. Uh, so I did actually watch it, but I didn't see the season finale. Now, when the show first started, there was a character on there named Rose. Psycho-obsessive okay. next-door neighbor who Charlie had hooked up with, and she was obsessed with him after that. Okay. And then uh, she went away for a little while because, like, she was cast on one show for Fox that didn't go. And and then, like, this last season, they brought her back, and I think the season finale had the two of them running off together. Okay. Uh, okay. Like, he actually left with her. So if we play out that scenario, I can't believe we're going into this. But if we, but if we play out that scenario, one of the creative things you could do is, let's say she get, she gets hyper crazy, super nutty while they're together and he realizes there's no way I'm going to get away from her. Right. So he fakes his death, gets the plastic surgery and comes back as Ashton Kutcher. Now the scary thing is, if, if I'm actually right, all I can do is credit my wife being a Days of Our Lives fan for so many years for me putting that together. But but there's no body at the funeral, so it all makes sense, right? I think I broke Trent again. I'm sorry. But really, it, it could play, right? You know, for, for, for their audience, yes, it could. Exactly. And it's just good enough. Yep. Because with all of his all of his jingle money, he was able to buy himself a whole new life, <laughs> and he looks so much younger now. It's amazing. Router Ninja just uh, at, calls you out, asking are you, if you're going to admit to watching Dharma and Greg as well. Now, I, you know, I did watch that for the first season. That was it, though. <laughs> I think it had two. I think it had two. So uh, John anyway. John Cryer is the uh, the guy from Thank uh, you Mike very B. Much. Mike B said that so. See, and I don't know what it is, folks, but I'm going to I'm going to get I'm going to get one of you on the horn sometime and ask you a question. Yeah, and, and just suddenly you're going to be like, "Oh, wait, it's that guy." And think and later on, listening, well, we've said John Cryer, so now his name is fresh in my mind, but <laughs> even if you'd asked me 5 minutes before the show, I would have known. Right. So there. But that's enough about television, right? Yes. I think so. In the meantime, Let's talk about some tech news. Okay. All right. What do you got? What do I, I got nothing, man. I was hoping I was coming to yeah, no. Let's it kind of kills me. Um I, I don't know about you, Trent. Okay. I remember I remember some of the things I say on the show at times. Yeah. Uh-huh. And early on, by the way, if you still want a Google Plus invite, just go ahead and, and throw it in the hashtag netheads, throw a request in. I'm actually ready to uh, just go to the point where I'm going to tweet the link for the 150 invites so I don't have to process them anymore. (laughs) But if you still need a Google invite, cash in while you can. Let me know. Um, But early on, I said one of the things about Google+, Plus, one of the things that they needed to do was to embrace the enemy. Uh And that was to, you know... Allow for for me going to Google Plus and updating my Twitter and maybe even reading my Twitter. Right. Embrace the enemy because Twitter is going to be around for a while. It's getting integrated into iOS. You know, it's it's obviously sticking for Mm -hmm. for right now. I know know, other things have come and gone. Friendster, MySpace, whatever. But Twitter for right (laughs) now, 
it's quick, it's easy, it's portable, and and people are paying attention to it. So right. I, I early on I said, you know, it just like make it easy for me to update my Twitter with with my Google Plus. Right. Do that. That'll be a quick and easy way to do it. Well, somebody was listening, but it wasn't Google Plus. No, Twitter is now going to let regular people do it too. Yep. Uh, they've been they've actually been letting people because you've got, you could always do it the other way around. Like I use a third party app, and as long as I throw a hashtag FB in there. It'll update, you know, depending on the account I use, it'll update my page, it'll update NetHeads, you know what I mean? Right. It'll automatically update it. But the, what about the transitive relationship coming back the other way? Yeah, there's no way that you could natively, or, or you know, in the past, you, that you could natively be on Twitter and post elsewhere. Right. Now, they did allow this for, like, fan pages and corporations and the like. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to roll it out to the general public. Okay. Which, which once again, like I said, you want to make sure... You're staying ahead of the curve. You have to do this. You have to embrace your enemy. Right. Because if you don't, you will get left behind. Now, and how is how is this different than, say, like using uh, a third-party app like TweetDeck or Hootsuite where you can have, you know, your Facebook and your Twitter all posted from the same spot? Well, the most important part is you're getting them on your page to do this instead of using the third-party app. Sure. You're doing okay. the exact same thing. But right, okay. Much to the analogy of an empty movie theater seat we used last week, if somebody's not on your website, they're of no use to you at all. You can't market to them. You can't right. try to get them to click on other things. You can't try to get them to buy your Facebook tokens or coins or whatever they are. Right. You need them on your site. It, it, because no matter what, when it comes to the Internet, presence is everything. Sure. Okay? Uh, sure. And this goes back even to the old portal logic. That it was around for the longest time. Everybody wanted to be the destination portal. Right. Because then you've got them. Where they go next, you can track them. You've got that valuable marketing data. You can market to them. The whole kit and caboodle. So you want them on your site. So that's the benefit of it. So now instead of like going to Twitter, I can, I can just from my Facebook easily do both. And I'm sure they're doing this because they're seeing more people doing it the other way around. Right. Okay. They they enjoy being able to update their Facebook from Twitter and from the third party app, so they got to get mm-hmm. them back. Well, and 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 to I mean to Google Plus's credits, I think they've done an okay job in other areas though, like the Sparks. I don't know if you if you've used them at all, but I get a lot of information from the the Sparks that I've created, which more or less is almost like a, just an internet aggregator of certain keywords that you put in. Mm-hmm. It'll give you stories about whether you know I've got one for movies, comics, video games, etc. Yeah. And I haven't seen that anywhere. Well, I mean, Facebook is kind of like that, um, where they made the, the community pages, um, but not, not to the extent that, that Google Plus has. So why, why can't everyone just, just copy each other and make it perfect? I don't know, man. Somebody's got to step up and be the, the, the dominator. <laughs> Cause they're not right now. But is you know, that, isn't, that, isn't that a villain from Spawn? Yes, I think so. Uh, one of the weird things, though, that Facebook has also done, which it's not really that it's weird, but it, it feels kind of like the way MySpace was reacting to Facebook. Mm-hmm. You remember suddenly, like, what were some of the things, the, st- the whole status concept? Yeah. It wasn't on MySpace. MySpace was like, hey, this is my place. You know, these are my interests. What up? And then yep. people would post comments to you. But right. you had to come comment on their page you know there wasn't and then facebook is like we got a status and then suddenly myspace uh, myspace had a status you know what i mean well now Mm -hmm. 
Google Plus came out, and they're like, we got circles. You can organize people. And now yep. Facebook is like, check it. We got lists. <laughs> and somehow it doesn't feel the same. Well, it, the, the lists essentially, yeah, they are circles. But the genius with the circles is you can just grab someone and drag them into the circle and drop it in multiple circles, whatever. Yeah. For Facebook, these lists, you have to, you know, I've got a thousand friends, so I've got to type in, you know, every friend that I want to put in a specific list and then add them manually. It just seems so, the interface is so antiquated and just yep. a pain in the ass. I, I, I don't want to create any lists. Nope. And, but you notice that they, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, Facebook has got organizational units called lists now. And in case you haven't noticed, they're trying to make lists for you too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And man, oh man, like my, last night my wife is like, what is with this list? Hey, why is Facebook making lists for me? I don't want to make a list for me. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And I looked at him like, what is that? And then I yeah. looked at mine and they're making it for me too. I don't want them touching my stuff. What are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing with my stuff? All I can say is, you know, anonymous, come on in. <laughs> come it's do your thing. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. I don't remember the date anymore, but it was sometime in November, but I can't wait. Yeah, I, November something. I got to put a reminder on my calendar because I can't wait to see what happens that day. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait. See, that's the nice thing about Twitter. Twitter has been very uh, blatant about it. So it's like they don't they don't have anything to raise the ire yet of people. Right. Actually, that's not necessarily true. No, no. I think it's some of the third party services like uh, yeah, people you can that- post your pictures through and stuff. Right. Like right now, a lot of the apps, like even the main Twitter app, it, it is now defaulted from like posting my pictures from, from TwitPic to, uh, lockers. Uh huh. And the yeah. part of the reason why is because like TwitPic is, they were just said, Hey, you post a picture on our service. It's our property. Yep. We can do with it as I, as we please. And that's the way it is. So yeah. they potentially could raise the ire of anonymous. Right. Yeah. But, uh, I, I but, mean, let's be honest, anyone could if you piss them off. Yeah. Well, it's all about privacy and, and, and use of information. If you manipulate information, if you're tracking people, they'll, they'll find some reason. Right. Uh, what are you going to do? I mean, they're even here in the Bay Area, they're even, uh, putting together, uh, protests every Monday against the Bay Area rapid transit system. Okay. So every Monday, I've got to make sure that I'm out of the office at 4.30. Because within an hour, stations will start to get shut down. Oh, really? Well, it's and it's kind of silly. Here's what – have I talked about this before? I don't think so. Oh, it's really all kind of silly. See, what happened originally was – well, this isn't silly. This is tragic. But a, a, a homeless <laughs> guy brandishing a bottle got shot at, at, at a BART oh, station. right, yeah. By a BART police officer. And right. so people were going to – were trying to organize a protest against this. They had one, and then they were going to have another one. And the whole thing was they were going to coordinate via cell. Okay. Text, whatever. So what BART did, they have, uh, they lease cell transponders in oh, their system. And they okay. have it in their contracts. They can't jam the signal. That's an FCC violation. Right. But they have it in their contracts that Turn it off. should it serve the public interest and safety, they have the ability to shut these off. And that's what wow. they did. And that is what Anonymous is is against because they're saying this is the same type of tactic that foreign governments were using in order to suppress uprisings. Yeah, that's that's exactly what they're doing in Libya. Yeah, so they're like exact same thing. So now every Monday they they're protesting the Bay Area Rapid Transit system and the tyrants that they are. Wow. And whereas here's what happened for me: I got on the train, tried to check my Facebook, 
That's not working. Look at my MiFi. No signal. Look at my phone. No signal. Huh. They must have shut them off to stop the protests. I'll read a book. <laughs> That's how what much I these, was put out. What are these pages that, that touch my fingers? Oh, no. It was the uh, iPad, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> don't get crazy, Trent. We don't We don't read on paper here. <laughs> <laughs> so so i don't know how we got on the bart protest but oh because we were talking about anonymous so yeah that facebook event i still can't wait right oh i cannot wait i cannot <laughs> wait i don't know why i have no idea why maybe it's because they threw down the gauntlet two months early say give them a heads up yeah Two or three months early. Maybe it's in October because it was a two-month head start. And they I think it was a two-head start, and they announced it in August. Maybe it is November, though. I don't know. I just can't wait. I cannot wait to see if Facebook does go down. But it may not be as as big as that, you know. But that's yeah. pretty much what Anonymous puts out there. They, they're like, we're going to bring them down. Yeah. That's usually what they say. It's not like, how oh, we're going to get information from their systems. Ooh. No. <laughs> they want to completely <laughs> shut them down. I don't think Anonymous ever, you know, could have that kind of voice. You know I, don't, I, mean? I don't. No, no they don't. They don't have that. Voice. See here, we're gonna get. We're gonna get you at the knees. See. No. It may sound like a like an eight year old with a hyperthyroid condition, but that's about it. Because that's who a few of them are. At least the scapegoats, the fall guys. But we've already right, talked yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. We've already covered that, that, and, uh, and, and, and back again. Mm -hmm. But yeah. There and back again. A nethead story. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> so, uh, Trent, one of the things we didn't talk about last week. Yes. Well, we talked about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. But, uh, it's officially happened. The, the Star Wars Blu-rays have been released. Correct. With extra content. Yes, modified stories mm -hmm. and the like. Have you have you had a chance to peruse them yet? Well, well. Um, while I do live on the internet, and my tablet tablets are HD, my television is not. Ah, and so I don't own a Blu-ray player. Oh, so there's live. So there's that. So how yeah. do you live, sir? I don't understand. I, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. She just, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> I haven't touched him either, but I know at least one of our listeners, his basic feedback was, you know, other than Vader screaming, no, as he threw the emperor, no! other than that, I still loved him. Great quality. Yeah, man. Wonderful mix. And, I, and if you bought him early, you got the whole thing for 70 bucks. Crazy, man. Yeah, it's a great deal. That's crazy. You could probably still now, find it though. I I would like to see all the the EPK stuff that's on there. Yeah, all the bonus features and all that jazz, right? Yeah, that's that's the like when I get a DVD, that's what I want to look for. That is my favorite. Like last night, I rented Thor because yeah. I w I was thinking, okay, Thor, I want to see it. The guy is good looking, so my wife might be willing to watch it. Sure. And you know, it was one of those rental copies. Mm -hmm. Because all it has is play, scenes, and that's about it. There's ah. no extras, no nothing. So no right. director commentary. It's like a rental co only copy. Right. 
And so none of that stuff is there. And when it's missing, I can't stand it. Yeah, yeah. Because I well, like it, the extras, man. Those are after I see the movie, I want to hear more. Yeah, and it's always fun to just you know as the as it goes back to the menu screen after you've watched it because it's fresh in your mind to go back and start playing with all the extras. Yeah, even even if there are just some of the most basic electronic press kit contents. Right. Yeah. Some of them still can be interesting. Some of the behind the scenes stuff is cool to watch, but you know, I just I I hate it when that stuff isn't there. Well, the one the the especially on the Star Wars Blu-rays, and they've shown it on the commercials that kind of piques my interest is it shows Luke or you know, uh, doing the mock fighting with sticks to, to learn how to sword fight. Right. Stuff like that, I think, is just really cool. Yeah. It is. But what would you do if it wasn't there, Trent? I I would never know. Really? I would never know. You sure? <laughs> oh, but you brought up Thor, right? Yeah. Okay, so I, I did buy the DVD Thor, and it does have uh, a few EPK things, and including a uh, uh, director's commentary from Kenneth Braun. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, I went to buy uh, X-Men First Class, mm-hmm. right? And I'm looking on the back, and I can't find any EPK stuff. There's no extras in it, right? And right. so I go, up to, I go up to the store clerk, and I'm like, um, is there another edition that's – that's out that has, you know, some added features. He goes, Oh yeah. And points to something else. I said, no, 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 no. That's the Blu-ray. And he goes, well, yeah, most DVDs, most, most, you know, video sales. Now the special features are only available in Blu-ray, but that makes sense to me because that's the one you pay a higher price for now. But I, I, if I think, and, and I, and I know I've said this before, give me the cop out, uh, you know, the way Kevin, well, Kevin didn't release it, but the way Cop Out was released with a digital copy, with the DVD and the Blu-ray. Right, because that way you're at least buying and you're investing in your library. And I think that's the way it should be. Until DVDs don't exist anymore, give me the Blu-ray, give me the give me the DVD. Not to mention, yeah. and, and they do this a lot. And one thing you find a lot uh-huh. of them they do this with are kid movies because right people aren't putting Blu-rays in their minivan. No, uh. Uh-uh. You know, maybe they're pimped out Escalades, but not their minivans. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, but man, I got to tell you, it, and not to derail the topic a little bit, but... Sure, sure. I was really kind of disappointed in that movie, dude. In Thor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk to me about it. It just, I don't know. It just, I did not connect with the story at all. I just, huh. I don't know why. Maybe it was the way that it was told. Maybe it was the fact that there wasn't a whole lot of one. I don't know. <laughs> there just wasn't a lot to it for me. What What about the Hawkeye cameo? That was so brief, I almost missed it. But, but kind of cool, right? Only if you know who he is. <laughs> so, you know... It, I mean, the Stan Lee cameo was more impressive to me. The Cam Lee cameo, or Cam Lee, the Stan Lee cameo was pretty funny in this one. It was. It really was. Yeah. And I, and I, but I, I don't know. I, the movie just kind of lost me a little bit. Okay. I just, right. I just, it, it didn't have enough of a story. It really, it, it was solely a vehicle. That was there just to make sure that the character could be in the Avengers and we would know who he was. Well, and and maybe even more important, well, not more important, but just as important as Thor is Loki. 
Yeah, obviously, Co- because they're ramping up him the up. Avengers. Yeah, because he's ramping up to be a villain. Right. So, uh, I don't know, man. I, I just, uh, for some reason, I guess, I don't know why I expected more, because really there's there's really not a lot of story to tell there. No, not really. Even, even if you're like, okay, well, what do we got? Well, we got these guys. And, well, you know, they're not really like the gods of legend. They're like another race of people. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they they were here once, and, and we got to get this guy down from there into our story. <laughs> well, how do we do that? Well, we got to give him some background. And then, uh, yeah, we get him down here. But, but... The but at least, and I am so happy. The Bifrost Bridge was not a rainbow. That was actually that. I will give them credit of everything in that movie. That was the one thing that they were creative in a way to where they kind of paid homage to the original. Yes, while still making it interesting and cool. It's mm-hmm. like, but yeah. it, like, oh look, when they run on it, it changes rainbow colors. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. clever. Yeah. Nice out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was, I, you know, it was fun. And, and uh, let's be honest, is there anything Marvel? See, Marvel is to me what Apple is to you, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's anything that Marvel's going to do that I'm not going to be like, I like it. I, don't get me wrong. It was okay. It just wasn't great. You know, the minute he's spinning the hammer around, you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And maybe that was a problem. Maybe they needed more action. Like maybe they needed to. I don't know. For some reason, the story I was expecting was that when he first came down, maybe he didn't know who he was. But which, he would be, yeah, which is, yeah, the comic book series. Yeah, but then he would be drawn to the hammer, and then mm-hmm. you know, that would have made a little more sense because just coming down as a cocky, you know, godlike creature was, eh, it was. Yeah, but that, I mean, that did lend to some some pretty good comedy when he walked in and asked to ride a lizard. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, and plus the other thing that was really nice was early on when he's first down here, you know, he isn't humbled yet. He doesn't realize he's just like human now. Right. Yeah. You know, he's like, you dare to and gets tagged with a taser out. And again, later on, he's like, <laughs> you know, you, you dare to mess with the God and give him an injection. He's out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Router Ninja brings up a really good point on, on Twitter with the hashtag netheads sif was hot that was the high point of thor and yes she is hot i'll have to take your word for it Woo! not a single female character leapt out on that movie to me really not a one really no characters did none <laughs> none at all you know i i wanted to have more conflict with the destroyer uh that got wrapped up really quickly yeah it did but then again I mean, if he doesn't have the hammer yet, what are you going to do? <laughs> we saw, exa- I mean, that was the one point of the story, as stupid as the statement is going to sound, that was at least semi-realistic. It's like, here is Thor facing down the destroyer with no powers. He gets smacked and he's just about dead. Right. It's like, well, that was at least real. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, they had it They had it in this isolated little New Mexico town. That, right. that look like it's been empty for years. <laughs> Who would live there? Why would they live there? Dude, you know, you've obviously never driven across the U.S. No, I haven't. <laughs> no, I haven't. Because <laughs> you'd be asking yourself that all the way through Nebraska and Wyoming. Well, I guess, I guess people <laughs> got to be somewhere. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, okay, great. 
Uh, Adam Wells makes me feel a little better saying Thor sucked and has one of the most awkward forced on-screen kisses in his cinematic history. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you what. Yeah, I felt the same way. I know exactly <laughs> what he means. I'm like, what, is that a is that a are they kissing? I'm not sure what's going on there. Is he just tasting her upper lip? I'm not sure what that looks awkward and wrong. Uh, hey, you know what? I would definitely taste her upper lip. Ty, really? Seriously, dude? Did you have to I'm go there? Saying, I'm just saying. I was okay with our commentary and right there you just ew. But I I, I, I got dude, the heebie jeebies now. It's it's Natalie Portman, man. <clears throat> I look, I'm sorry. I don't get the same geek boner everybody else does over Natalie Portman. I just it's don't. It's Princess Amadala, man. No, she's the little girl from that assassin movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't see her that way. That's the problem. That's what a decade difference does to us, my friend. It takes you in different directions. That's somebody's daughter. That's that's somebody's daughter up there. Although I will give her credit. When she was in that SNL digital short with Chris Parnell... And oh, was doing yes. the rap. That was genius. Yeah. That was that was funny. I mean, it wasn't sexy in any way, but it was funny. Like yeah. Her retaliation. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go out, seek it, and find it. Because the moment where they're like, we love you, Natalie, her response had me on the floor. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I, I, I like her. You know, I actually was a little let down with uh, Your Highness. What? The, the the film that she was in with uh, Danny McBride and uh, oh my, James Franco. I'm sorry. Never before have I heard a more self-fulfilling statement as I was a little let down in your highness. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Was there anybody that looked at the trailer of that movie that wasn't, you know, like 420 <laughs> deep in a bong that thought it was going to be genius? But here's the thing, though. I love Pineapple Express, you know? I okay. think that movie's great, and I was that's that's what I was hoping for was was something, but no, it was it was uh. See, here's the thing, you know, someone signs on to a movie and they film it, and then they sign on for another one and they do it, and then the one that they did earlier, uh, they wins a bunch of uh, Academy Awards, and then the next one that they did, it's just is Your Highness. Okay, I'm I'm serious though. I mean, you can't just call, like Year One. I saw the promos for Year One, and I'm like, that's gonna suck. Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, you can yeah. just, I, I, I'm sorry. I think there's a certain point in life where you can just call these things and you just know they're not going to be great. <laughs> or more to the I, point, they're not going to be great for you. Okay. Like I right. look at your highness and I know I'm not going to, I'm two o'clock on a Saturday when I got nothing better to do. I might watch <laughs> it because it's on HBO. That's the point because that way I can say, yeah, you know what? I did. <laughs> That's the most I can give it, and that's the most I'll ever give it. <laughs> that's just the way I am. <laughs> I mean, what was the last movie that you were really, really looking forward to that you thought was really, really going to be great, and then just you were disappointed in? Uh... For me, it was Thor. <laughs> Kidding. Um... You know, I, I I would say Green Lantern, but I, I had reservations going into it. I hoped it was going to be really good. Yeah. But I didn't think it was going to be really good, if that makes sense. I had a I had a hunch. It was it, the whole thing is the very first footage we saw of Green Lantern. And, you know, they showed that moment where he's in front of his friend and he flexes and he becomes, you know, he's in his uniform 
And the guy's like, whoa. And he's like, I know, right? And I'm like, that sums it up. That's probably going to be my reaction to it. <laughs> if if that's what they're representing now is what the movie's going to be like, I don't have high hopes for it. Right. I just don't. But, you know, that one they were just really trying to tee up the second movie. That's right, what, yeah. But a lot of superhero movies do that. They really try and tee up the second movie. But the original Iron Man, I thought, played great. Oh, story absolutely. Well, and, and, and especially with, I mean, Iron Man has never up until, I mean recently has never been a, a focus figure yeah in the marvel universe i mean he's important but he's he's not your captain america he's not your spider-man he's not your wolverine you know what i mean and that movie really changed the paradigm i don't know if if they had even thought about doing you know everything else when they went in and made uh the first iron man but yeah it's it's it kind of set the bar for superhero movies what one was capable of yeah, well, that and and I think also the expectation has been really kind of raised after the Batman movies, the the recent right. ones. I mean, those are movies yeah. that have just been. I mean, they've been dark, but but stellar at the same yeah. time. I mean, Batman yeah. Begins wasn't as good as The Dark Knight, but it was still no. it was still pretty darn good. I mean, it was oh, watchable. Yeah. If I can watch a movie more than twice, it's to me really good. Yeah. And I'm not saying that for the stupid statement that it is. I just mean, you know, for me, that's the benchmark. If I can get through it two times and I still want to see it again later, it's a good movie. Yeah. You know, if I watch it twice and I've gotten everything I've gotten out of it, eh, it was okay. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. Like, one of my favorite things to do is to go back and and watch a film like that, you know, three years later and just be like, damn, this really was good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like Inception, that one just, that had you glued Ugh, from like yeah. 20 minutes in. You're just like, whoa, right. what? What now? Well, and, and it, it's, it's cool too, because I think with, um, you know, with, well, I, I guess you could say with, with the original Batman even, um, when they did, t- uh, you know, Tim Burton directing it, but, but afterwards, I mean, Chris Nolan is one of the, one of the first times they used a big name director in a superhero movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so now it's it's more commonplace to see that. You get your Favreau's in there. Yeah, and if, you know what? If you, you want to... get your Kenneth Braun. And you want to... No, uh, see, uh, don't use that example. That movie was way too... I'm sorry. I don't think he was the right no, director I, for I, Thor. I, 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 I'm saying you get a big-time actor. I'm not saying it's the it's the right actor for... Or the director. But I'm not saying it's the right director, but it's 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 a big-name director. Yeah. Rather than, than the whole slew of Punisher movies. Yeah. <laughs> That have been released with who knows who's directing it. I think Von Cleef sums it up best on the whole uh, Green Lantern thing when he says, I saw Ryan Reynolds as a Guy Gardner rather than a Hal Jordan. Oh, yeah. Green Lantern fans get that. They're like, yeah, definitely. Yep, that is that is dead on. Yeah. So there you yep. go. I mean, it yep. just ugh, whatever. I don't care. I still haven't seen Captain America. What cred do I have? Oh, we'll see. And here's the thing, though, because uh, there are some, especially in the beginning of Captain America, there will be some ties in there from Thor that you'll be like, oh, that makes sense. Maybe a little Just bit. Just saying. I wouldn't know. haven't seen it yet. And once again, I'm probably not going it, to. It's another one where I'm just like, well, I guess I'll see it on DVD. <laughs> I should say home video. I'll see it on. I still haven't seen Paul. <laughs> one of the comedies I really wanted to see was Paul. Oh, right, right. And I tried, man. I tried. And I just, I didn't make it happen. Like, there was one time I had some downtime when I was down south, and I'm like, I don't, I have nothing to do right now. I should just go see Paul. And I, and I still couldn't even get that schedule together. Well, you know, 
you can, what, what, I mean, it's not like you've got anything going on tomorrow. I mean, why else would we be broadcasting a day early? Uh, because tomorrow I will officially been married 17 years. And if you think I'm going to be anywhere near a microphone tomorrow, you are high. <laughs> and if you, and if if you, you want to make it 18. <laughs> if you want, if you think I'm going to be anywhere near a microphone, then you thought your highness was going to be great. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I may, I may just turn off my cell phone too. I may just chuck my digital life tomorrow completely. Wow. That, yeah. You know what, Will? Yeah. That's love. There, it is. That, yes, that, it is, sir. That's precious. It is. I, I think it is. That's just me. <laughs> Tim Dahl doesn't, but I do, baby. <laughs> oh, I hope he's listening. I really, really wanted to see Paul. I'm still aggravated I haven't. And the only reason why I haven't yet, this is so sad. I'm really becoming too cheap in my old age. Because <laughs> I could. It's, it's, it's Redbox, man. It's 99 cents. That's the thing. I haven't seen it yet because. Um, okay. I could, I can on demand it through Amazon for $4.99, but if I get it at the Redbox, it's, you know, like a buck fifty for the Blu-ray. Okay. And so that's the reason why I haven't done it. But at the same time, since I haven't seen it, I don't. You know, I, I have to pick movies that are watchable by the entire household. And I don't know if Paul plays that way or not. You know, if an eight year old can't watch it, I'm pretty much not picking it up at Redbox. Even though by, if you don't know what a Redbox is and it's, you say I'm picking up my movie at the Redbox, it sounds like you're picking up something that is not kid appropriate anyway. That is the only, I know they went literal with naming that device, but it may not have been the best choice. And if any of our international listeners are listening, is Red, is Redbox an international uh, venture? Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. Weren't they getting in trouble for renting movies sooner than they're supposed to or something like that? For those because, of you that don't know, let, let's break this out. It's a standalone kiosk that's in, uh, you know, like, common areas like grocery stores and the like and and for and outdoor every mcdonald's yeah so as long as you have a major credit card you can rent a movie for as little as one dollar for 24 hours mm -hmm. or a buck 50 if it's a blu-ray so it's very easy and it's very convenient and when you just think of it at that price point it's so cheap you're like why not especially compared to walking into a blockbuster location and paying 350 or 575 or whatever insane price they're charging for a rental now Right, yeah. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah, I don't know if they were getting in trouble or not, because I know the on-demand places are supposed to have it first. They're supposed to have priority. Right. But And uh, that's their big push, too, in all the commercials. You know, get your such-and-such on-demand two weeks before you get it in those kiosks. Yeah, uh, really? Uh, DirecTV says it, yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't have the DirecTV. Yeah. So I wouldn't know, but that's, you know... I, they're and they're perfect. Like if you're in a uh, grocery store on a Friday night and you're picking up stuff, it would be just like right. how easy is it to walk over there and bing, get something? Unless okay. of course you have an eight year old at home, and then you're like, what do I pick? <laughs> and I know Von you're thinking, eight year old, why'd you pick Thor? Will well, like I said, I thought it would be story for me and eye candy for my wife. What, what and it was, turns uh, out it was neither. Really, she she wasn't uh, she didn't like the. Uh... The uh I don't think the, he took his shirt off soon enough. <laughs> that that should have been like third frame, shirt off. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> when they found him in the desert, no shirt. 
That would have been it. He's just lying there without any clothes on. There, that would have sold it, buddy. That may have looped it in, just, but no. Just face down in the in the field. These jerk offs don't know how to make movies. We need to tell them how to do their job. <laughs> now, look, I know, I know you think you're making this movie for most guys that don't have girlfriends or wives, <laughs> but some of us do. So just There's throw a few us of them out there. Throw yeah. us this little thing in there, please. Okay, just if you got a good looking character, get him without his shirt off in the first five frames. <laughs> so um Von Cleef, Reaper, uh Matt Tat, and Mike Scotland have all said that at least in the UK and Canada, there is no uh oh and obscure metaphor as well. There's no red boxes. There you go. So that's the reason why yeah. you know we have to reset with things like that. When we say something like red box, we have to say, Oh, well, I mean, for those of you that don't know, it's Yeah. <clears throat> podcasting. It's, it's, it's not something dirty, kids. We're it's, a podcast it's, it's, about. Yeah, that's what they thought. They're like, wait, they're getting their movies at the Red Box. That's awesome, what dude. Else, what else is at the Red Box? He's, he's going to show his daughter a movie from the Red that Box. That is so appropriate. <laughs> Do they also have water pipes at the Red Box? <laughs> and Sibians? Oh man, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's one of the things that cracks me up the most when you. If you've ever walked into one of those stores and it's like, this is for the consumption of tobacco products only. Who are you kidding? Right. Right now there are people chuckling and others are going, what is he talking about? But wait, what? I don't huh? understand. I don't know either. Tobacco. I don't know either. Is there anything else in entertainment? Or Actually, you know, one thing that blows me away, but I'm not surprised at at all, is uh, that right uh-oh. now the number one movie in the country came out like, what, 19 years ago? Something like that, The Lion King, or a decade ago. Right, they yeah. They re-released it in 3D, and it's the number one movie. It's beating everything else. Well, two, two, I think two things lend to it. A, it's it's playing on nostalgia now because it came out when I was, what, in junior high or something like that. So, you know, the people are going to go see it out of nostalgia. And I'm guessing you're going to go see it with your daughter. Yeah, exactly. Well, no. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we are, but that's the point. I mean, you. Yeah. Could, it's something that parents... Parents now could watch with their little kids and they're like, Oh no, this movie was great. And, and we can watch mm-hmm. together now, yep. but n- not in our own home. Like we have been for several, several weeks, <laughs> months and years, but it's been sealed in the vault. So we, we haven't been able to buy a, you know, another DVD. No, dude, they just brought it out on Blu-ray not long ago. I mean, within oh, the past they? year or so. Wow. That's why, but no, it's now in 3D. Wow. <laughs> Calpon wow. says, really, this cocaine grinder is for tobacco? What about this shroom skewer? <laughs> and Lion King, thank you very much, Adam. Well, 17 and a quarter years ago is when it came wow. out. Long yeah. enough. I mean, that's, yeah. But then again, it's not, nostalgia is a very powerful thing. You know, back, back when the only thing Lucas had done to tamper with the movies was to digitally retouch and add in some scenes. Right. You know, we all went to go see, well, not we all. But a lot of us went to go yeah. see the movies in the movie theater. Yep. Which was really an amazing experience for me because I'm sitting there watching the movie and then someone comes up on screen like, wait, that's not right. My mind instantly knows this is not supposed to be there. Right. That is not the way the, the land cruiser always looked. Those Jawas, they, they did something to improve their ride. What happened? Wait, wait, wait a second. These weren't sand people. They, they used to travel single file to cover their numbers. Yeah, exactly. So nostalgia is a very powerful thing, but still that's something. But then again, I wonder what, well, no, it's the number one. It doesn't matter. It's the number one. Right. Ticket prices right. don't make a difference here, but the fact that it's the three, I won't go see it because of the 3D aspect. 
Ugh. My daughter will want to see it because of the 3D aspect. It's a it's a double edged sword. So you'll probably end up going to see it for the 3D aspect. Maybe. I don't know. It's because <laughs> you're a good dad. Will. I'm like, you want to see the movie here? Let me put it in the DVD player. <laughs> put on this this pair of glasses. There's a there's a red eye and there's a blue eye. Yeah, just walk back and forth a lot. <laughs> It'll feel like 3D. And that way I'll have only been, and, and you know what? And I'll buy you $10 worth of goodies instead of having to get a second mortgage in order to go to the concession stand. Um, Adam Wells said, uh, he did some looking, uh, the Blu-ray is coming out next month for Lion King. Oh, so I've had it on DVD then. Yeah. Same difference. That's the yeah. one thing I, I, out of my library where I'm like, I'm not going to go back and get this. But again, look at the di- genius of Disney. Those diabolical oh, yeah. bastards. Yeah. Yeah, we'll it's, release it's so it in smart. theater and in 3D months before we then say now available for the first time on Blu-ray. On Blu-ray. Yep, exactly. And and then you're you're all jazzed on seeing it for the first time with your kids. And yes. You want to share that same experience again, even though it's going to sit on the shelf, and you yourself will actually never watch it with your children again. Yes, exactly. And you can have it in 3D on your 3D televisions. The one percent of people that own them. <laughs> I don't know the percentage, really. I'm just for throwing the, it out there. For the three 3D channels that exist. Yeah. Oof. Uh, I, <laughs> I just, I don't like the 3D. I don't get the 3D. If I have to put in, if I specifically have to wear my contact lenses to go see a movie, it's it's bad. And, and yeah. really, uh, there's not a lot that I'm getting out of the 3D experience. Although, what was it? Something is being released in, oh, the next Harold and Kumar movie is being released in 3D. <laughs> And they have the scene where the, the, the Asian kid from the first movie that, you know, they meet up with. Uh huh. You know, the one who's like selling shrooms later, basically. Right. You know, he's, he's talking to, to, uh, Harold in the thing and he's talking about it's the power of 3D and he's reaching out to the screen and then it cuts to Harold and he's like, what are you looking at? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so I was kind of blown away though. I didn't even realize that Harold and Kumar 3 was coming out. And again, just like Harold and Kumar too. Now that one I'm instantly pegging is it's not going to be good. No, no. But I'll no. see it. How 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 long do you think it'll take before that's being re-aired on FX on a Saturday afternoon? Uh, three months after the video release. <laughs> Maybe six. <laughs> I'm just saying. I yeah. know, but I'm, but interesting thing though is the difference there. Your Highness, I won't give a chance, but Harold and Kumar at least has enough of a pedigree to get me to come back. <laughs> hey, you know, even though, anyone that will reference White Castle, I will support. Yeah. Well, that one, but that one is, that's a strictly home video type thing. Right. Yeah. Strict, I'm, I won't see it in the theaters. No. And, and it's a, it's a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Is that the name of it? I think it is. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's the Christmas season. Oh, man. (laughs) Those wacky guys are at it again. He's just so wacky. (laughs) Let's face it, though. That that first Harold and Kumar movie, boy, we are just off on the wildest tangent. That brought Neil Patrick Harris's career back. Yes. uh He had had at least one flop uh, sitcom, had the cameo in Harold and Kumar, and that's, I believe... And I could be completely wrong, probably am, but I believe seeing him in that is what got him the How I Met Your Mother gig, when did which that just first reinvented him. What now? When did that first Harold and Kumar come out? Had to have come out sometime between 2000 and 2005. 
because well, that's, I, that's I, I, that, I bought it when what, I was in Southern California. Well, that's what I was going to say. Which which came out first, that or Doctor Horrible? Oh uh, no no no, the Harold and Kumar. Doctor Horrible was after that, but uh, during the writer's strike. Okay, yeah, two thousand four is when Harold and Kumar came out. Yeah. So, oh, okay. you know what? I should know. I feel so stupid that I don't know on the Doctor Horrible thing because I was a little bit involved behind the scenes and just trying to do the media, the social media coordination for him. Like oh, I, really? I set up the Facebook page. They set up the uh, MySpace page, and we tricked them out. And yeah, well, I know Jed Whedon. He was one of the writers, right? Yeah, lyricists yeah. and all that jazz. Yeah. So I should know, but of course I've blacked it all out. <laughs> I was already up in Northern California, so I think Doctor Horrible was two thousand and eight. So I'm going to okay. go, go out on a limb and say that. Okay. I was I was Doctor Horrible that year for Christmas. I can tell you that. <laughs> That's about all I got, though. Yeah, the strike was two thousand to, to two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, Trent, I don't know about you, but when we're debating Dr. Horrible's release date, <laughs> it's time to wrap it up. Absolutely. Oh, but we have one more item to get out of the way. Oh, yeah? Out of the way. Oh, yes. Way. Yes, indeed. You see what I did there? Are, were you creating a seg way? Yes, I was. <laughs> <clears throat> For two weeks now, we have been... um. We've been hinting at something. We've said we're going to do this big thing. We're going to yes. have a weight loss competition. Uh, yes. Now, to uh, to lead this off, there are some things we have yet to define. Right. We have no idea what the winner is going to get out of this. Nope. Not a damn bit. Uh, Trent has suggested a coupon to Carl's Jr. <laughs> a gift card. Which, which quick, quick, quick uh, digression here. Did you eat the chicken sandwich? I have tried one of their their chicken fillet sandwiches, and, and? It, it tasted like a deep fried chicken sandwich to me. Oh, and it was it was it that's it. I mean, it was mostly. I mean, the meat was moist, but what else do you want me to give it to you? It just wasn't. There wasn't a lot of flavor in it. I tasted the tomatoes that were on it more than anything else. Uh, damn it! I, I maybe in I California honestly, they just don't know how to make them right. I'm just saying. I think I might have the fluke Carl's Jr. here in Utah. Yeah, that could be it. I don't well, know. Well, you do. You anyway. have the special one. Do they still do the, the, the biscuits oh, yeah. and gravy? Yeah, man. Biscuits and gravy. All you can eat in the morning. That is just crazy. Yeah. But it's a college town. They're getting them in. That's true. That's what no. they're doing. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we're, we're having a weight loss competition between Trent and myself. Why? Uh, strictly because Trent is trying a new dietary program. Yes. And I, let's just say, I'm at least carrying one extra bag of potatoes <laughs> compared to how I was living life before. Not the five pound sack either. No, 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 no. Uh, Ten these, are, these are not the, these are the big Idaho potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided I decided without talking to Trent at all at the, and near the end of uh, the show two weeks ago, I said, let's have a weight loss competition. Yes. We will see who will lose the greater percentage of weight Yep. within a certain amount of time. Last week we determined an eight week amount of time because okay. that way we can do this and we yep, don't have right to worry. Thanksgiving. Yep. Thanksgiving. We don't have to worry about that. We can still nope. have our pumpkin pie and eat it too. Yep. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. So here's what is going to happen. So far, Trent has weighed in on a Friday. Mm -hmm. I have weighed in on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. And I believe what we're going to do from this point forward to know that we're being honest and we know the yes. real winner mm -hmm. 
we are going to be texting one another a mm-hmm. picture of our weigh-in on the scale. Right. Okay, so very simple, just us looking down, take a picture of the weight. Get your weight first, then add the camera. See if it adds any weight and deduct that. That's fine. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, if it's a weight loss competition, the only thing that's going to be on that scale is my naked body and the phone. That's it. I'm going well, I'm to do, I'm gonna do some very creative framing. Make I was sure. just going to say, I'm going to have to make sure that it, the weight doesn't change when I lean down to take the picture. Otherwise, you're just going to get a you know nice, hairy stomach. <laughs> nice. Well, rather than a hairy stomach than anything else. Um, and, and oh, I haven't so, seen that for a while. It's okay. But we're going to do that uh, to to keep it honest, to keep it clean, keep it simple. And uh, we still haven't determined, and maybe we'll have to determine this by the halfway point. So at the end of the fourth week, we need to know what the winner is going to get. Right. Or maybe we need to do something like we're just going to agree that every for every week we're going to put five bucks in a coffee can. Ooh, I like this. And then at the end of the at the end of the the time, eight times five is one side gets the forty bucks. <laughs> Did I do that right? I don't know. We all know math is my weak point. <laughs> it really is. I can crunch the hell out of data on a spreadsheet, but ask me to add two plus five, I'm screwed. <laughs> or in this case, eight times five. But maybe that's the idea. Just put, put five dollars somewhere every week. Uh-huh. And then at the end, the winner gets the cash prize. Maybe well, it's that. sounds good to me, man. Yeah. Or maybe we could go crazy and we could do ten dollars a week. Whoa. So now you're getting eighty bucks. Ah shit. Let's do it, man. Okay. Ten bucks a week. You heard it here. So Wait, let it be but... written, so let it be done. Trent's then, like, and, I need and, to make sure I can win. And then I'll and then so you'll send me eighty dollars. Or you'll send me eighty dollars. Right. Or a promissory note for $80. <laughs> Whichever or way an, it flies. An IOU. Yeah. There you go. IOU 80. Here's five. Or $80 worth of Utah State University merchandise. Here's the original 10 that I put away. And I owe you 70 more. That's an idea. <laughs> but, but we have weighed in. Now, yes. uh, like I found out this morning that I, I need to have a very specific ritual to make sure. <laughs> I actually, I, I twittered, uh, tw- I twittered. What am I talking about? Uh, I texted I Trent two weights this morning. Yes. Uh, and you have, uh, texted me one. Mm-hmm. And so we do have a weight. Now, technically speaking, I'm an idiot because I shouldn't have texted you the second weight. I legitimately, you, you your hand. I legitimately weighed one weight. And then after my morning rituals, let's say. A cleanse, if you will. I, I dropped an additional two point, uh, or no, not quite two. What was that? One point something. 1.8 pounds. <laughs> uh, so that was a little embarrassing, but then I'm like an idiot. Uh, I sent him the second weight. I should have gone with the first <laughs> one because my starting weight would have been more, but we're, we're doing this honest. Like Trent, you haven't done any of the tricks because there are tricks to right. this during the first right. weigh in. Like, for example, I could have drawn, I could have, if we were doing this in front of the cameras and it was the biggest loser or whatever it was, I, right. I could have had, I could have had like, I could have consumed a gallon of water, for exactly. example. And I don't know about you guys, but a gallon of water isn't light. So that's one way to artificially increase your weight. Right. But we're not going to play head games here and we're going honest. We're going clean, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what you it's did, on, right, Trent? It's the honor, it's the honor system here. Yeah. So I've already handicapped myself. Yeah. Because I have now sent Trent Two weights. <laughs> where, where? I could have sworn I sent you the weight. Didn't I send you the weight? Uh, you sent me the the 
Yes, you did. Okay, good. All right. So, but but then the second weight. Son of a gun. Okay, so my my official starting weight, I'm going to put it out there. Now, mind you, I am 6'1", so don't judge me. <laughs> but my starting weight is 285.6. Right. That is my starting weight. Twent? Twent? <laughs> Are you comfortable? Hell. Are you comfortable with announcing what your starting weight is? Yeah, yeah. My starting weight is 267. All right. Now, some of you may have already said, Will is going to lose. But no, it's percentage of body weight. So if Trent, and, and mind you, that's, that's, so that's based on the start. So it, it's not like I've got to get below 267 to even stand a chance. Right. I, I could actually lose. And, it's, and in some cases, like let's say Trent loses 10 pounds in the eight weeks. Uh-huh. And let's say I lose 12 pounds in the eight weeks. I could still lose. Right. Because the percentage, I haven't done the math, but, you know, the percentage could be that Trent lost a greater percentage of, of weight than I did. Right. So that's why the percentage is the, the, the good benchmark because it, it keeps it honest and it, it makes it less confusing. <laughs> um, Mike, Mike Scotland said, getting nude and taking photos. What has become of netheads? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I do. I don't mess around when I, I'm getting myself every advantage I can. Just, just <laughs> shedding as much as possible. <laughs> Which is why I've got a starting weight now of 285.6 instead of 287.2. Right. Man, that was close. That's a lot of weight drop just in a short amount of time. <laughs> but apparently pretty easy in the morning, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. So there we go. So it's it's eight weeks from this weekend. So eight yes. weeks from this one. So we're gonna have mm-hmm. we're gonna have seven more weigh-ins. Right. Between now and then. Yes. Right? No, not yeah. between. The seventh one after this. I, see the math, man. I'm just horrible it with it. Yeah. It'll happen. Yeah. So here we go. So this is weigh-in number one. Right. And we have seven more. That's the way to explain it. Right. And on that that Last one on the eighth weigh-in will decide the champion. Yes. So is there going to be any game talk, any smack you're going to be exchanging other than your little, so at the end of eight weeks, you're going to give me $80. Well, no, I just, I think that the, the, the numbers will just speak for themselves. So I don't really need to that's what, smack them. That's what you're going to do, huh? That's the way you're going to go. Now, the interesting thing too here, mind you, uh, should we keep it really honest? I mean, do you exercise at all, Trent? Uh, I, the, <laughs> I've got the best intentions to exercise. I exercise my patience on a daily basis, Will. That's what he's saying. <laughs> so, okay. Cause the thing is, I do like to run. And okay. next weekend, for example, on, or next week on Wednesday, uh, I'm taking part, Mike, the company I work for, we take part in what's the, uh, called the JP Morgan Chase corporate challenge. Okay. And it's, it's a three and a half mile run. So I do run. I do exercise. So technically yeah. that might give me an advantage. Sure. It should. Yeah. So, so you may want to start exercising. Yeah. We'll see. Now the other, the flip side of this is <laughs> Trent is doing one dietary program and I'm going to be doing the other. Right. So, and I won't say which one I'm doing until the end. And, uh, right. you, you, if you go to less of him.blogspot.com, you can find out the one that Trent does there. Mm-hmm. We're not going to mention it here on the air. Until we start getting royalties. Exactly. And I'm doing another one that's very popular and may, its name may share, name may share the same initials as me, is all yeah. I'm saying. My mm-hmm. name is Will Wilkins. 
WW. If you can't figure it out from there, I don't know. So I'm going one way, you're going another. So we're also in a head-to-head battle of yeah. competing programs. Uh huh. We're doing our own little scientific uh, experiment here. Yeah. This is exciting. Well, it's it's we we are dropping science. Literally. One out of one out of one individual survey did more <laughs> successful on this program versus that one. Right. You realize nobody else wants to hear this nonsense yeah. at all. We've totally lost the audience. I'm sorry, <laughs> folks. That's the way it happens sometimes. But we want we want people to hold us accountable, and we want them. You know what? This is a chance for you guys to get started and do it at the same time with us. If yes. You want. So now remember, uh, there was something else I said on the first show, and I think we should adhere to this. If you are eating out at a restaurant, if you are deviating from your program, okay, you need to honestly tweet that you're there, right, and, and throw it on the hashtag Netheads. Yep. That's what I'm going to do, Trent. Yep. Same. I'm going to do the same thing. So so we got to. You can't cheat. So if anybody listens to the show that's actually in Utah other than Trent and you see him at a Carl's Jr. and you don't see that tweet, call him out. <laughs> Likewise for me. Sure. Yeah. And call me out. Yeah. That's fine. But if you're getting your food at a grocery store, that's okay. Right. And and also actually Trent just released a video of uh of his first week on the new program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the new program. program. <laughs> and uh, and I find it very interesting, especially when we take into consideration what you said the the outcome is after your first initial uh, meals on the program. What's happening? Uh-huh. Right. I'm not surprised because you saw Trent and he had his one little thing from them, and then he supplemented it with with the items that he's he has to supplement what they give him with more food. And yeah, exactly. you had you had cucumbers, uh-huh. you had carrots, and you uh-huh. had cantaloupe. Yep. And all I saw was. Fiber, fiber, fiber. <laughs> so really, are you yep. surprised at all? <laughs> you shouldn't be. But the other interesting thing about that, too, is the things that you're supplementing with, they are what I would call, you know, whole and processed foods. Right. Yeah, exactly. Personally, I think that's more of what we should stick with. If it, if it, you know, if it has to be turned into something else, we shouldn't be eating it. It doesn't stop right. me, but I know in my heart of hearts, that's what I should be doing. Right. And I don't. Because I can't help it. <laughs> you know, your vegetables should be like just your vegetables. You should have tomatoes. You should have broccoli, but but not with cheese and any other that nonsense on them. You know what I right, mean? Right. Right. Well, and and my my program talks about how you know I can eat more if it is unprocessed. If it's processed, I can eat less. <laughs> Mike B. Mike Bjork two seven zero two says the easier thing would be to tweet when Trent is not at Carl's Jr. <laughs> There was a time that was true, but that is not, this is not that time now. <laughs> well, let's hope it's not that time. It better not be, dude, because really, <laughs> woo, why on earth am I saying dude so much? And uh, Mike Scotland, uh, by the way, thanks for listening. Glad we can make your Saturday night, sir. Uh, he's asking if I'm doing the Wonder Woman diet. No. <laughs> no, I'm not. Well played. Yeah, Mike very Scotland. good. Well played. Very good. So anyway, uh, that's it. So we're going to have the weight loss challenge eight weeks. Winner gets the other person's $80. Yeah. Man. Uh, Trent, I will not accept the check from you. I'm sorry. It'll uh, be PayPal or cash only. We'll see. We'll, we'll, well, yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to have to worry about it though. So no, actually, you know, the interesting thing about it is that I, prior to gaining back a little, I, I was at a plateau. 
Mm-hmm. And so the real question is, am I quickly going to hit that again? Right. And am I going to have to change things up? Because I love me the jogging. I really do. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But obviously, it only benefits me to a certain point. Right. And that's it. So we'll see what will happen. Because, it, it, you know, and, and the other stupid thing is I got a jar of chocolate chip cookies downstairs right now. <laughs> yeah. But but I'll I'll do what I can. I will do what I can. I will win. <laughs> well, we'll we'll see. O- only time will tell, as as they say. I must break you. <laughs> I will break you, but I'm not going to split hairs. Whatever. I haven't seen Rocky Four since what? 1988. <laughs> Get off my ass. That's it for uh, for netheads this week, I believe. Yep. Absolutely. The, 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 the dead horse has said enough already. Yeah. Dude, stop. Lift the car off me. In the meantime, he's Trent. <sighs> and he's Will. And you've been listening to NetHeads here on Smodcast Internet Radio. At Smodcast.com. NetHeads. NetHeads. File transfer. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.